try to answer the question, at least begin to answer the question of how, how did it go so wrong? <laughs> and how do we get it back? <laughs> how in the world did we end up with this? <laughs> Lord, help us. The scripture reading for today is coming out of Genesis chapter 2, getting in verse 22, 25. And you can jot down, I'm not going to, well, I'll read it later. Genesis 3, 14 and 16. And and you can start at Genesis 3 and 1 that would give you what happened. It goes and it reads, And the rib are part of his side which the Lord God had taken from the man. He built up and made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this creature, in fact, he breaks out in Hebrew poetry. This creature is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall become united and cleave to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not embarrassed or ashamed in each other's presence. Amen. How did it go so wrong? Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus, we say hallelujah. Father, as I stand before you, before your people, please, Lord, move Tracy out the way. Do not allow me to impede. Do not allow me to hinder what the Spirit is saying today. Lord, thank you for the worship service. Thank you for the praise dancers. Thank you for the choirs. And now, Lord, let us not go down, but let it go up. That we may have allowed your word to have first place. Lord, speak to us. Meet us where we are, but take us where you want us to be. Lord, even, even, even now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We really don't see the magnitude the blessing of what God had in mind. And there's really no way we really can. I, I think that sometimes we might see little glimpses of the first stage of it, but, but nothing that we have experienced, nothing that we know, nothing that we really understand, do we really see all that God our Father had in mind for his children. What we are now living is so far below 
anything that God had in mind. <laughs> Matter of fact, to be honest with you, uh, uh, the only thing that you see is, is if you're in Christ, you see, you begin to see a little bit of it. But, but even we got to fight to get what God has, and even that is not in full. I said this before, but I'm going to say it again. I keep going back to this TV because this TV really sets the whole standard of where we're at. Uh, uh, you remember that TV that had the rabbit ears? The, the younger kids don't understand what I'm talking about. The, the younger kids, you know, their cable, uh, uh, five bricks, all that type of stuff, this. You know, but there was a time when there was no cable, there was no Xbox, there was no PlayStation. And all that you had was a TV with antennas, rabbit ears coming up. Five, only five channels. <laughs> Some kid is probably saying, how in the world did y'all make it? <laughs> We made it. I don't know how, but we made it. But, but, but I remember there was a TV in our house where the antenna got broken, lost, came off. And without the antenna, you didn't get, you didn't get no reception. So, you know, being ghetto fabulous, We use a clothes hanger. One of those metal clothes. Ah, ah. Y'all tell it on yourselves that y'all ghetto fabulous too. <laughs> the problem is, the problem is, the clothes hanger. You would try to twist it every time away and move it around and all that, but. I mean, it was better than nothing, but it wasn't as good as the original. And I remember that, that, that it was on one of those stations. It might have been Star Trek or something I was trying to watch as a kid. And, and I was trying to watch this episode, and, 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 and I heard the voices, but with the voices, I heard a shh. I remember trying to make out the images on the TV because, because there was a white snow coming across the TV and it was snowing. And I, I couldn't really tell if it was, if it was Spot or Captain Kirk. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that is our reality every day in seeing what God, who he is, what he has, our experience is clutter, is full of white noise. It, it's, it is full of snow. And even at our best, we really don't see it we see a glimpse of it. And, and, and some of us have become comfortable <laughs> with the shh, 
We have become settled with the white snow, and we don't want no more. Told you before when me and my son went to see the Matrix, I sat there and 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 and, and the the writer of the Matrix is really telling the gospel story. And each segment of it, he is really telling the gospel. And if and if you're not careful, you will miss it. Because what he has is human beings and they're being fed off of machines and they are living in a fake world, deception, and they don't even know it. They are asleep. First John chapter 5 verse 19 gives us this picture. John is writing and he's been talking about the spirit of Antichrist that is already in the world. And he says there, he says, we are of God, but Satan has the whole world in his sway, King James. What that means is, is that he got the whole world and he got the, and he's rocking them and blowing smoke in their minds that they don't even know the truth. That's why Jesus says, 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 if you abide in my word, my word about you, and the truth will begin to set you free. Well, I said, the more truth you got, the more free you are, which means then that even as Christians, we are still in some areas of bondage. Ah, uh, walk with me. And the reason why we're there is a problem, because we have not applied all truths in all areas. And you're only as free as you begin to apply truths in the all areas of our lives. Funny that, that, that many times because of our experience, because of our culture, uh, Otis is in school and he is going through a class called, called Worldviews. Worldviews, okay? And, and they're going to different religions and they're saying how people view the world. Your culture sets up your worldview. Uh, what you believe set up your worldview. Your experiences set up your worldview. But watch this. And to you, your worldview is true. No matter how false or fake it may be. So watch this. Got to be careful with this. Because now when my worldview clashes with what God says, I have a response because my experience and my culture has taught me this is true and the Bible says that's not true. This is the appropriate response. This is the way to live. This is how you act. But guess what? I want to hold on to what I've been taught, what I experienced. Now, now, now what happens is, remember when in, in, in the Matrix where they said, okay, you're awake now, but you can take this pill and go back to sleep. <laughs> Some of us take the pill to go back to sleep. All of us do at times. Every, every time that I, 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 God confronts me with truth, confronts you with truth, and I deny, shake it off, I have 
taking the pill to go back to. Well, my question today is, okay, if Satan wants us to, to go to sleep, then he's trying to keep us from our blessing. If God has better for us than what we're living, and then Satan don't want us to get what we got. Listen, Satan is not on the corner with the drug boys. He got them. He's up in here right now sitting next to you, telling you he don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> Some of y'all are arguing me down in your head right now. But what you know, somebody said, yeah, you're right, I am. <laughs> hold up, hold up. But, but what you don't understand is Satan is going to argue the truth every time. Because he don't want us to grow. He don't want us to be set free. Because, well, let, me, let me help you. Satan is afraid of you. He's afraid that if you ever come into the knowledge of who you really are and begin to strut your stuff. Listen, do you really think that, that the Lord Jesus Christ came and saved us, gave his all, went back to heaven and sent us into, out into the world powerless? Do you really think that he hasn't given us power? Do you really think that he hasn't given you the strength to walk out of bondage, walk out of insecurities, walk out of, listen, you got to go get what God has for you. It is in the blood. It is through the blood. Y'all look so cute in y'all red. But the cross wasn't cute. The blood wasn't cute. It cost God something to set us free. He wrestled Satan. He pinched Satan. He defeated Satan. So why is it we're not fighting to get what is ours? You know what? When you begin to walk in more freedom, what people think about you matters less and less. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you ain't trying to impress people. You know, you know, you know the best thing to get rid of a, a religious attitude is to get real with God. When you get real with God and God starts speaking to you, I'm telling you, stuff drops off. After a while, you know what? You even, it will make you change friends. It will make you quit listening to family because if you don't see the Christ in me, I don't have much to say to you. How can I say this? I'm just gonna say it. People will always remind you of who you used to be. And you need folks to help you see who you're going to be. You need folks that see Christ in you, speak to the Christ, that provoke you 
to chase after Christ. Uh, I got a question for you. Are you being provoked and are you a provoker? Because if you're a provoker, you, put, you see people better than where they are. And you begin to speak into them what God has shown you where he wants to take them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then, and then, and then, and then you need to be where, where, where folks see Christ in you and you see Christ in you and, and you don't like where you at. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You ought to get tired of the white noise. You ought to get tired of the other voices. Well, Adam and Eve disobeyed God. What they basically said is, we got this. Which means that the world situation is not what God did. It's what Adam and Eve said, we got this. And I hate to tell you this, but I got to tell you this. When Adam fell, we fell. Our image, because, because he was the pro, 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 whatever of the seed. Man gives the seed. So whatever happens in the man, it happens to the seed. The seed comes from the man. So since Adam image fell, every seed he produced fell. Genesis 5, verse 1 through 4. It says there, and and it was made in the image of God, and and it was made in his likeness. Then it says, and Adam and Eve, and Adam started having his children that was after his image. The problem with this is he started having children after he fell. Ah. He didn't have children in chapter two. He had children in chapter three after they disobeyed and told God, I don't want you. Uh, y'all walking with me, huh? So now, he no longer has the image of God. He now has opened up the Pandora box and Satan came in. Let me, let me, can, can I help you? Can I help you? Wherever there is a vacancy of God, Satan is in that space. There is no such thing as a vacuum. Listen, this is a battle over our souls and over our lives. So watch this. So any era that I haven't allowed God in, <laughs> Satan is in control. Okay, who got some keys? Who, who got some keys? Who got some keys? Who got some keys? Who got a lot of keys? Oh, you, you got enough keys. I should get Kathleen keys. <laughs> That's okay. I'll use these because she got some keys. <laughs> Bring me Kathleen keys. I, I want Kathleen keys. There we go. Go, go, go get her keys. Okay, go, go get her keys. This is not enough keys. You know why? This is not enough keys. 
because we have so many compartments of our lives. And even though we know Jesus as our Savior, we have not allowed him to become Lord of all the areas of our lives. Who keys are these? Man, here go your keys. I got some real keys now. We got more compartments than these. The problem is, is that we make choices where we, Lord, I give you all those keys, but these keys are mine. The problem with that is, if he's not Lord of these keys, then Satan is still having control. There's some areas of hurt, there's some areas of childhood that we have locked up and we don't let nobody in and what we don't understand is that's what's controlling our attitudes. That's what's controlling our actions because we have not opened up and been honest with God about our hurts, about our pain, about our dysfunction, about all of that. So, 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 some of us think that, that, that dysfunction is good. There's folks, I'm gonna go here. There's some women, if a good man did come your way, you wouldn't give him no time. Some of y'all think all men are dogs. All men ain't dogs. And all women ain't, ain't bad. The problem is the ones you choosing is dogs. Maybe something's wrong with your chooser. Why? Because we draw, we draw folks from our dysfunction. And if I don't give God the keys, all the keys, my vision is messed up. Let me pick you. The problem, you know, you know, sometimes what happens is, you know, you respond to folks from your childhood. What's this? What's this? What's this? If your childhood was messed up, then you got an attitude because, because, because now you got walls up. Why? Because you view the world from what happened to you in your childhood. I, I don't know where it is for you. I, I, I don't know. But I know all of us got that. Now watch this, watch this. I might be a good guy, but he got walls up because he views me from his past and he don't realize it. He sees me, but he responding to Johnny. Ooh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's real. My name's Tracy, not Johnny. <laughs> but the emotions. Come on, come on. That's real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't get Kathleen her keys back. <laughs> The, the, the deepest relationship verse is really in that last chapter, chapter 2. And, and I, think, I think sometimes the, the uh, 11 o'clock get more than the 10 o'clock. I'm just telling the truth. 8 o'clock. Y'all get, whoever y'all are, get more than the 8 o'clock. <laughs> And the reason why, because it's still preaching in my ear 
between services and then God is opening up more. Now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. It's in, it's in Genesis chapter 2, the very last verse, like verse 25, 26, and it says this, watch this. It says, and, and Adam and Eve are, are, and they were naked and not ashamed. They, it was that talking about is transparency. But you know what I realized? That, that transparency can happen between people till it happens with you and your God first. And most of us is still suffering from apronitis. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all didn't get that? Apronitis. That's what happened in Genesis chapter 2 when they saw that they was naked. They made aprons out of fig leaves. They're hiding. Most of us are hiding. Hiding make you feel like you're not good enough. Hiding make you see yourself from a negative perspective. Hiding allow what mama and daddy did affect you for the rest of your life. Hiding is that, that our experiences define who we are instead of letting what Jesus Christ did define who we are. Hiding is we put on a front in front of everybody, but this isn't the real me, because when I get home, because then I'm down in the dumps. Hiding is, is like I'm trying to make everybody like me, so I act this way, because I'm afraid if you saw the real me, me, you wouldn't like me. See, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest, the greatest point of, re- of hurt is when somebody rejects me that ought to love me. And some of us are walking in that. But what's this? Joe Blocks, bring up Joe Blocks. I have any machinists in the house? Anybody that's a machinist? Okay, there's the machinists. These are called Joe Blocks, J-O Blocks, or they're called Gauge Blocks. Now, they are in their department right now. But, but these are used in machining. Usually, they're, they're done for two things. They are so precisely machined that their, t- that their measurement is exact. So, 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 so you, would, you want uh, something to machine to be this high, so you would, you would mill it to, to that height. These are the process of grounding is what happened in there. And watch this. The flatness of these surfaces, these are not Joe Box. This is something I took off my table. <laughs> but they're like they Joe Box. Now watch this. The flatness of their surface is so flat that when I put them together, there is no air between them. Now what, what happens with Joe Blocks? They are not uh, magnetized, but, but, they're, but they're so exactly plain and ground that when I put them together and I go like this to squeeze the air out, the molecules between the two metals begin to interact with one another and they bond. Genesis 2, verse 25, 24. That's what God really is really saying in this verse when he says, and a man shall leave his mother and father and join and 
cleave unto his wife. You know what he's saying there? He said, I'm making you one. Spirit and soul. There's, there, there's a heat, there, there's, a, there's, a, a, there's, a, there's a coming together of your spirit and your soul. Malachi chapter 2, he says, it's me that made you one. Okay? Now, now, now watch this. This is the perfect, this is God's will. I, I, it's, it's, it's in the Greek. When you go through the Song of Solomon, he uses the word, Abaha, Abaha, there's three words for love. Rhea, which is friendship. Abaha is where this bonding is beginning to take place. Doe is passionate physical love. And, and watch this. And, and in, that, in, that, in that kiosk, in that poem, the whole thing is about don't go in the dough before Abaha has completed itself, then get married. Whew. Now watch this. He has to say, by the doors of Jerusalem and the Gareth, do not stir up Abaha before it's time. Don't pick it before it's ripe. Okay, let me explain. You know what I just did? I scarred both sides of the planes. When we move out of God's way of doing it, when we give ourselves before time, Hold on, now, hold on, now, hold on. What's this? Let me go step farther. Thank you, Pam. Let me go step farther. God wants to attach to us first, but because of what Satan does, you wonder why it's hard to pray? Wonder why it's hard to read? Because here I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get a heave to God. I'm trying to find that place, and, and my flesh rises up. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Just got through watching the basketball game. It was a good basketball game, and I go to pray. You know what's playing in my mind? The basketball game. I'm trying to pray, but, but I'm, seeing, I'm seeing somebody dunk. Whatever you play in your mind is going to get in the way of your, of your relationship with God. That's why you fill yourself with the word. You can't just put anything in your mind. Let's, I got a question. I got a question. I, I got a question. Have, have, have you ever been praying or reading the word and stuff goes through your mind? Let me help you. That's not you. That's Satan. He now has access to your mind. And you got to work hard 
to get that out of your mind, to get to that place where you sense his presence. And most of us don't spend enough time, so therefore we never get to the place where we sense God's presence because we give up too soon. That's why you start with praise before you start with worship. Praise help get your mind on God so you can get in his presence. Because until you get your mind there, you can't get your spirit there. So you sing songs about how great he is, how awesome he is. Because what God's trying to do is plain the mess of all week off your soul, off your mind. Matthew says, the pure in heart sees God. Listen, until my heart is pure, I can't see him. That's not just in heaven. I believe God shows us a little drop of himself a little bit more down here. But watch this. If I don't let him get to the keys of my heart, I never see more. And I said, listen, this bonding process is what he died for. Yes, sir. That's what he wants more than, he don't want religion. He wants to be attached to him. When you look at John chapter 15, and he talks, I'm the branch and you are the vine. He said, you have been engrafted in me. You are in me. Ephesians chapter 1 says over 11 times in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. Matter of fact, there's a verse, I forgot where it is, but it says, you've been baptized into Christ. Not water, but spirit. Amen. But spirit, put on Christ. Put on Romans 15 or 16. He says, put him on. Take off, listen, he literally put his character, put his person. Put him on if you are in him. Justin, can I use you? Then we up out of here. Because we got to go meet on the corner. <laughs> it's for prayer. It's for prayers. See there? See there? See there? See how quickly Satan threw? Listen, that's the battle. I didn't even complete my sentence. You completed it for me. And most of you went someplace I wasn't going. Why? That is our worldview. That's what the world has taught us. That's the white snow. That's the static. That's what comes up when we hear God's word and it's opposite what we're used to, what we want, and we fight against it. And what says, and we don't even realize where it's coming from. 
Man, it's, it's a battle on an on a epic scale. We really don't have a clue what happened when Adam and Eve disobeyed. A whole nother kingdom swept in. And just like in Matrix, they, we're, we, we're living, we're trying to wake up out of this stuff that, 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 that we have identified as our world, as ourselves, and, and it's, and it's, and it's, and it's not even real. That's why he says, the truth will keep setting you free. Keep, keep setting you free. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got something here. Man, can I use you as an illustration? Look what I got. I got Justin's picture. And you're a handsome dude, man. Let me, let me put it in the folder it's supposed to be in. Oh, okay. I got it in the right folder. If I had our picture, it would go in this folder too. Listen, sin is not what we do, it's who we are. Because Adam became that, and we are from the seed of Adam. Satan did an insidious thing. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me explain how insidious he is. He took us who God loved, and he put what God hate in us. Did you hear that? He took what God loved, then he took what God hate, which is sin, which is rebellion, and put it in us. Then he said, it's your problem. Listen, not our problem. It's God's problem. Why? Because now Satan knows that he's going to be judged. All the angels are going to be judged because they sinned. They, they left their... They left their former state. Did you know that Satan was Lucifer? He was a beautiful angel, and one-third of the angels left the first. But let me show you them. Let me show you them now. They're not beautiful no more. They're not angels no more. They're demons. Can I show you them? Ah! Who am I? I'm the, I'm the, I'm the guy that's in the cemetery cutting himself, yelling at the top of his lungs. Why is he yelling if he's full of demons? Because he's acting out the state that the demons are in. They're totally miserable. Let me help somebody. There's no party in hell. The boy is demon-possessed, and he's throwing himself in, in fire and water. He's acting out the misery that the demon is acting out the misery because they lost their former state. How can I say this? You know, thank God for mercy. 
Because even if you're not saved, there's still some mercy on you. And you can enjoy some joy, some love. That's mercy. And that, now when you get into grace, that ought to grow even more. Amen. Hey, listen, if you know Jesus, you ought to have joy. You ought to have peace. If you don't have joy and peace on the inside, it's because Satan is playing a game on you. I tell you today, go get your joy. Go get your peace. It came with your benefit package. Okay, let me finish this because we got to go. We got to go. We, we got to go. We got to go. So, so, so since Justin, since, since you and I are so messed up and we're in a folder, Okay. Christ put on human clothes. The second person, the Godhead, became one of us. You know why? He, he's not from the seed of man. He's God wrapped up in human flesh. He's that seed in Genesis chapter 3 that says to Satan and, and, and your seed and her seed and her seed is a capital S. Notice it don't say his seed, it said her seed because it couldn't come from him because Adam has sinned. So it had to come from her because Adam is the one that God told not to sin and Adam sinned. So sin don't pass down from the woman to the child, it passed down from the man to the child. Let me be honest with you. All y'all got is the egg. It's the man that got the seed. So we pass it on because we are the seed giver. We even determine whether the baby gonna be a male or female because we got the seed. So Christ comes and he's a special seed. He's not a normal seed. Matter of fact, he takes the place of the first Adam, and Romans chapter 5 calls him the second Adam. Yeah. Now, now, hold on. Because he never sinned, he's not supposed to die. That's why they didn't take his life. He gave his life. But hold on. Because he allowed death to take him, and the blood that poured out of him was perfect blood. When you accepted Jesus, he took you out of the folder of sin, covered you, listen, covered you, top, bottom, side, front. Listen, God don't even see you no more. He see the blood of his son. So watch this. So there's nothing you can do to take away the blood. If you really got the blood, then guess what? You're covered. Is there anybody covered? Listen, no condemnation for anyone that is covered. Now hold on. Take him out of the... This is the foul you in. You sinned last night, guess what? You still don't come out as foul. You know why? It's the blood. Did y'all see that? He ain't looking at your works. He's looking at the... He, he ain't looking whether you cussed last night or not. He's looking at the... 
when he sees you, he sees the? Aren't you glad for the? Aren't you covered by the? Now hold on. Not only is there covering power in the blood, there's delivering power in the blood. Oh, y'all don't hear me. When Satan touched the blood, he got it back up. So you know what you need to do? Put everything. Put everything. Put your hurt. Put your tears. Put your pain. Put your past. Put it. Put it. Put it. Put it. going to remind you what you used to be. Satan going to remind you what you used to do. Satan going to remind you what you thought about last night. Satan going to remind you what somebody did to you. But I'm telling you, if you apply the power of the blood of Jesus, listen, listen, listen. I'm almost done. I got to finish this. Time is almost out. But watch this. Whatever Satan got his hands on, when he sees the blood, he start running. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me show you. Can I show you this? He says to the woman in Genesis chapter 3, he said, between Satan, not the serpent now, but he's talking to Satan. Your seed or those that follow you, I will put into me between you and the capital S-E-E-D. See, that's Jesus. That's a prophetic prophecy. Now you see what I said. He will strike your heel but you got your foot on his head. Hold on. Let me show you that applies to you. Romans chapter 16 says this, that the church is standing on the head. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is Satan. Hold on. Now, you haven't crushed his head yet because it's not time. But even though his tail is wrapped around my leg, my foot, listen, his tail is wrapped around my leg, but my foot, your foot is on his head. So you ought not to be scared of Satan. You ought not to have you running. Why? Because your foot is on his head. Now, when he start messing with you, you ought to mess with him. Uh, somebody didn't hear me. That means that when trouble start coming your way, start praising God. Start thanking God. Thanking for the blood. Tell the devil, I'm covered. I'm covered. See, Satan don't like it when you keep praising God. When you praise him in spite of. Listen, trouble gonna come, trouble gonna go. But Jesus remains the same. If he's good, 
on the mountain. He's going to be good in the valley. He's a keeper. And if you're covered by the blood, know that you're standing in a position of power. Somebody say power. Power. Power in the blood. My question is, are you covered by the blood? Listen, if you are, you by faith need to take your position. Quit allowing Satan to tell you what you're not. And begin to tell him who you are. Hold on, hold on. Google who I am in Christ by Joyce Myers and say that over and over and over again until you start feeling it. You know what happens? When I get a Christ view of me and you, it changes how I see me and it changes how I see you. He will lift you up where the devil can't quit messing you in your image of yourself. When you know who you are, you begin to have a swagger about you. People may not like it, but they don't know who your father is. Do you know who your father is? Do you really know who your father is? I'm not talking about your earthly father. I'm talking about your heavenly father. He wants to set you free. He wants to set you free. The question is, will you let him? Lord, I give you all the keys. Lord, I place in your hands all of me. Lord, change my attitude. Lord, change my thinking. Lord, change by the power of the blood. I'm going to walk in who I am. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes you got to talk it before you get there. <laughs> You you got to, you got to, you know, faith is I'm not there yet, but I know I'm going to get there. Do you have an expectation on the table? Will you stand with me? Will you stand with me? Will you stand with me if you can?